Okay, we're back. I'm Reggie. I'm Anthony. I'm Nicolette, and welcome to... Agree to Disagree. Disagree. We're all siblings, by the way. <laughs> yes. So today, we we have a very special question for you. And for ourselves, too, that we're going to answer. You guys can't see, but Reggie's like staring into our souls right now. <laughs> yes. And how I'm going to stare into your soul is, I'm going to ask you, if you could master one skill right now that you don't have, what would it be? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm going to get the perspective of each of you. I'm going to have a little, you know, crossfire in between at one point, and then we're going to work towards a summary. I think we're going to start with Nicolette first. Ooh. What is that one skill you have? I love it when you know hot seat. I love it when you know hot seat, Nicolette. I already said I didn't really want to talk about it. Does it burn? Ew, shut up. (laughs) Does it burn? It's heating up in here. Does it burn? Go, go, go. I mean, uh, it's just something I know I can fix, but I'm just... You don't no, want, I'm too much of a teenager. I'm too much of a teenager. What does that mean? You want, you want to face So, I mean, there's a couple... Of, so, time management. and But I feel like it all goes along with learning to be more independent. And I'm kind of a high schooler. But at the same time, like, I really... I actually want to have my own money. You know, I actually want to know how to drive. And even though I'm kind of busy, even job-wise, the jobs I've only had are really for, like, internships. And I don't get paid, but those are the jobs I like. I don't want to sit there and get paid $15 an hour and do a job I don't like. But then again, that's a little prissy. And then, like, car-wise, <laughs> and then car-wise, it's just... Whoa, whoa, what are you I talking about right now? Learning how to drive. Like, I don't even know Whoa, that's the drive. one skill? I'm talking about learning to be more independent. Oh, so learning to be more independent? Yeah, so it goes She's apart about with... multiple skills. Yeah. Whoa, somehow, whoa, whoa. You're going to need to narrow it down. somehow, like, made an umbrella... And just down. like there's multiple skills she's talking about. It's not an umbrella time. I'm not I'm a perfect human being. Focus on one specific about... skill oh. that's very obvious oh. right now that you need. Oh. You can do it. Oh. Okay. Let's be honest. I'm like, okay, that was the first thing I said. Time management. <laughs> time management, everybody. Yes. And I used I don't like talking about this because yeah. I used to be not bad at it. And then I became a teenager. What's so uncomfortable <laughs> about that? I just said, I didn't used to be that bad at time management, and now I am. And it's kind of sucky because sometimes I feel like I let people down because I don't tell them something in advance, mm, or oh, I'm kind of late. As her brothers, we know that too. Or, what? <laughs> or I become late, or I have to do something last minute, and if I had been prepared earlier, something that came up, I would have been ready for it. And I just feel like there's so many reasons why... There's so many reasons why I should fix it. Even, for example, (laughs) even going to school late. I wish I woke up earlier. I wish I got ready earlier. I wish I had my stuff ready and prepared to go to school. So you worried about it in terms of letting other people down or not being able to accomplish what you want to accomplish? Both. Both, both really worry you. I so feel like letting other people down is You value being productive, well. but you also value, like, sort mm-hmm. of... I'm generally a busy person, and I have a lot of responsibilities and stuff to do. And at the same time, when I come home after school, sometimes I won't even do my work. <laughs> and I won't wait until, like, 9 o'clock to do my work, okay. which is bad. 
That's the thing. So like, we've all been there. Yeah. So Anthony, fascinating. We're gonna move. Is not to be ashamed of. We're gonna move to Anthony's opening statements and his opinion on this subject. Anthony, okay. hit us with it. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's there's a lot of interesting skills out there. I mean, I think my top one. Growing up, I feel like music was always such a like integral part of like our lives. And I remember doing violin for a little bit, and then I kind of dropped, dropped it. it. Ended up, you know, uh, joining the choir. But uh, recently, not really recently, but a little while ago, I was a little more interested in actually learning how to play the guitar. And for whatever reason, I kind of stalled on it. So I think it would be really cool if I got myself back into the swing of learning how to play the guitar and to the point where I feel like it is, like you said, I've reached a point, not necessarily mastery, but I'd like to be skillful at it, definitely. Yeah. All right. I think that's the thing about music is that, like, I'm going to be honest. I've done music like my whole life and I've, I've reached, so you want uh, to I've reached an intermediate point, I guess I could say. Right. And I know, even me, I know that just starting out an instrument is hard. Yes. Because you're not playing music that you like. You're playing <laughs> basic baby stuff just to get you to the next level. Yeah. So when you sit there at the piano yeah. trying to practice Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you're not going to be interested. But then when you see this amazing, masterful pianist playing Moonlight Sonata Third mu- Movement... <laughs> then you're like, wow, I want to be like that. Yeah. But then you realize that you have it to start long, at the bottom. Yeah, it takes a while to it get It takes there. a while to get you to actually enjoy your instrument and enjoy playing it and enjoy how you sound. But once you enjoy how you sound, there's nothing stopping you from even going even further. But it's really getting over that first hump of like, wow, I'm playing all this boring music, beginner music, just so I can get to the next level. And it takes some time. So parents, when you get mad at your kids for not practicing, when they just start out an instrument, remember to keep pushing them to keep on going because one day Yo, maybe oh they'll like unsolicited parents. advice like you. Parents <laughs> I know, right? Unsolicited advice right. I, was gonna ask, by I, I was gonna ask you a simple question now why does that matter why does that matter to you Anthony? does it so matter much? to me? I think self-expression or something yeah like I feel like self-expression I feel like music can allow you to kind of um, it's, a, it's just another way to be creative and honestly making music is just such a unique, I think, experience. What do you think, Nicola? I feel like making music, every time I see someone else, like I go to live shows or, you know, I have friends that are musicians and I see what they do, but what what they're doing is they're, they're creating like a completely um, new experience of, I guess, creativity okay. and, like you said, self-expression. It's crazy. Okay, and so, I've actually- so I just, I just want to have my own input input on the subject for right now but before i do i just want to say it seems like right now encapsulating nicolette's uh skill and anthony's skill nicolette more focused on productivity productivity getting things done accomplishing things and not letting people down anthony's more focused on creative expression seems like right now for me personally the one skill that i wish i could master i don't have right now is discipline because I always try to manifest these various habits in the morning with my morning routines and my evening routines and working out and doing this and doing that. But a lot of the times I usually like fall off the wagon after a certain amount of time. I even try to plan it out, but I still usually can't even accomplish that. And I think for me, I just value, I just value consistency and consistency building towards something and growing. That's like a big part of who I am and my, my identity growing towards something. It's hard to do that when you don't have discipline because you can't build towards something. So now 
now we've sort of encapsulated our three ideas in our own sections, I want to have a little uh, crossfire discussion on different questions you want to ask. I mean, I just want to go Maybe on with what you say. I once saw a quote on this wall, and I'm paraphrasing. It said, watch your habits for they become actions and for they become your character. Even building small habits, soon they'll become a part of who you are. <laughs> That's I not what I was talking about necessarily. <laughs> no, no, but, but I even, understand what Nico is talking about. Small, like I'm talking about, even in small habits, they become a part of who you yeah. are because you become more, maybe more diligent in what you want to yeah. do. And even in certain situations. Well, as soon as you form a habit, you, it's focused on something and that reveals what yes. you're focused on in life, really. Yeah, yes. It, it's, it's, exactly revealing. it's revealing. It's mm-hmm. revealing. Yeah. yeah. It was very interesting listening to Andrew talk about uh, I could have his music commented more, but I feel like this is going to be a very long conversation if I talk about the difference between watching a performance and performing itself. I've actually thought quite a lot on this. Really? Yeah. But So I'm not the only one that it's so sees different. it like that. What specifically are you talking about right now? Um, Watching a performance versus performing. Does that, but does I feel that like relate? It's... Does that relate to what Andrew's talking about? Yeah, because I was talking about... But I feel like know, that's a whole... Uh, when I see my... When I, when, I went, when I see, like, go to live shows, when people playing instruments, or even, like, some of my friends that are musicians, you know, seeing them kind of... How everything kind of just comes together. When you listen uh, to a song okay. on, like, the radio... Or when everything comes on, together that after is, the internet, that after is a whole you're, different conversation. You're playing music. Yeah, it is. A, it, 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 yeah, absolutely. But I just think the process of not only making music on an individual level, and that the one that's honestly one of the most intriguing things for me about creating music. When you're listening to a song, everything is kind of like already polished and sounds great. But the process of getting there, I can imagine, uh, start off very simply. Uh, I used to watch a couple of videos on like how I made this song. Just because I was curious, it's like, man, like, how do they do that? Da, da, da. And yeah. it's very interesting. And my view is a little bit different because the way I think is when you watch a performance, sometimes you enjoy watching a performance more than performing. But it's really waiting for that one performance to be like, wow, I become a part of the music. This is so much more rather than the music surrounding you by watching a performance. So right. that's my that's, that's my two cents yeah. on performing and watching performance. Yeah. But I think this was a great conversation. And oh, hold on a second. Now I really want to, want to get to the next part, which is like a, a quick summary of your positions. Now you've had, you've had a chance to listen to the the one skill that that we're interested in versus the skill that you're interested in. Um, what do you what do you take from that? What do you what do you take from your own self? And wh- and what you think about your own self and where you want to go versus where we versus where where we want to go. I know I do a lot of things, but I think I can manage it. That's why it annoys me that I have bad time management, and most of the time it's because I'm lazy and I don't plan ahead of schedule. Wow, Nicholas, so... lazy. Heard it here first. Nicholas, I'm just yes. gonna put this perspective for you. I love how ambitious you are and how much, uh, and I love how how much you expect of yourself. But at the same time, also at the same time, you're 16. At the same time, you're 16, and sometimes. One thing I've learned, and I'm 25 right now, and I used to beat myself all the time for not being that person that I wanted to be. Times when you don't kind of meet your own expectations, just be like. But I feel like I never. But meet ta- my own no, no, that's not. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. Because <laughs> times when you feel like you don't make expectations, be nice to yourself. You're allowed. Be nice to, to yourself. Your actual living, breathing organism. You're not a well-oiled machine. You could try your hardest to be a well-oiled machine, but there's gonna be times where your brain just doesn't want to do anything because it's on overload. It's already overloaded. That's that's possible. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't be always There's always top. max capacity. You can't always be top gear. Sometimes you gotta shift down, and that's totally fine. I think for you, part of good time management should be time scheduled in to just do nothing. And then, or just shift gears down. Like, shift down a couple gears. And then, that way, time that you have to actually do work, you feel like you're being more productive because now you're a little more refreshed. You have a little more, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody can just work 24-7 all the time. There's gonna be times where you just have to downshift, and that's fine. And I think that if you schedule that time into your schedule, then it won't feel like it just creeped up on you and then it kind of stops you from doing other things that you feel like you should be doing. Because now that I'm back in college, I'm understanding that how I react under intense pressure. And the key to me is giving yourself a little space, just relax a little bit so that we can kind of refocus and do what you have to do. That's good advice, Anthony. So how about you? What's, what's, what's your summary of your own position? Or maybe you want to talk about Nico's position or my position. Uh, I mean, it's kind of weird because all three of our kind of points or positions all kind of overlap a little bit. Because Nico's talking about time management. You're talking about discipline. I feel like discipline and time management are kind of like hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're self-teaching. Maybe discipline time management is what's stopping you from the music thing. Discipline for me, exactly. You're right. You're you're self-taught. Yeah, but to me, discipline is just a matter of not allowing yourself to be too comfortable sometimes. Sometimes there's going to be times when you... And and to kind of flip my other point about not wanting to do something at a particular time, there's going to be times when you're not going to feel like doing anything, but you have to do something. And like a little spark inside of you that's just like, all right, let's do it. Like some one way or another, like you just, just do it. And that that's that same kind of motivation that's kind of helped me kind of get get my uh, get my daily routine in order. Um, you know, have a healthy routine. And I think maybe for you for going forward, I guess it's a matter of you know how, how important it is to you. And same thing with me. How important is learning the guitar? Mm-hmm. You know, like, is it priority? You got to learn how to prioritize, like, what matters to you most and everything else. So, I mean, for me, maybe making gu- playing guitar a higher priority will help me actually, you know, learn how to play it. So, it- it's really up to you, you know. It's your time and how you spend it and what you do with it. It's purely up to you. So, I think it's possible. I think it's possible for all of us to actually, you know, master a plethora of skills. I think the human mind is... Insane. an open book you know what i'm saying like it's 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 a blank it's a blank page you could literally train it to do whatever you whatever you want um you know and i've learned that coming going going back to school studying and so, so studying being, and just being disciplined is something that I had to kind of train my mind yeah you know? honestly yes. you i couldn't have said it any better i think i think that's like the best conclusion possible sort of realizing that um our own brains they can grow and develop but we have to choose what to focus on and and how to use it you know? and being self-aware is this first step yeah self-awareness is paramount and i don't think anybody's 100 born self-aware i mean obviously mm-hmm. that comes with maturity and i think that for self-reflection like positive self-reflection not negative self-reflection. Negative self-reflection can kind of turn into more detrimental kind of thought patterns, which I feel like I was in. And now I'm kind of shifting back into more of a positive thought patterns. And those are kind of helping me build off of things that I've learned. And that's kind of helping me kind of shift my life back into a more productive, more positive discipline kind of state it, it's kind of things things that you said have helped me in terms of realizing that wow take it away anthony forgiveness and keep hyping me up <laughs> <laughs> i think Let's it's important. on that note 
Yeah. Sounds good for me. <laughs> Continue, though. I don't know. I just feel like forgiveness is so essential because how else are you going to learn in a healthy way? I feel like there's some times when if you kind of are, are too harsh on yourself, you kind of don't give yourself room to make mistakes and grow mm-hmm. and change. I and see that. You have to kind of give yourself that opportunity. And I feel like yeah. if, I you, mean, if you keep kind of shutting yourself down, it's not going to happen. So I, I have this abstract way of, of viewing this this very phenomenon. Yeah. I have it in steps. It's very abstract by yeah. the process. I see that's number one. You sort of have the will to act, the will to do something. And then after you act, you're going to make a mistake. So you right. have to have the will to forgive yourself for that mistake yeah. and not blame yourself. Yeah. Then you have to reimagine yourself in terms of your, in terms of your core values. When I was acting, what were my core values then? Yeah. And what really stood true to the end. And after I'm able to reimagine myself and re- reinvent and rebuild my identity again, it's evolved my identity essentially, then you have redemption. Yeah. But that's like a, a continuous process. I think me. redemption is an ongoing thing. It's, I don't, it's, think, it's very I don't think you just hit I don't think you just hit a point where you say, Yeah, I feel like one hundred percent redeemed because I just feel like that's just something I, I think the whole concept of being redeemed also is very interesting because that just goes to show that how how, how our thought patterns kind of make us feel like mm-hmm. we, we 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 did something wrong or whatever but in, in the moment it felt natural you know saying it felt natural then our kind of conscious mind is kind of like you know what maybe that wasn't a good idea so this is and, interesting because we know, started off with the, <laughs> i know we're, we're getting skill. Skill. Where are we going? very, <laughs> nah, we're getting <laughs> very very uh, meta right now. So I can, I can summarize <laughs> what happened. I can, I can summarize what happened. The other side of China. We started off with the skill that we don't I have. Meta- to the I ground meta- and we ended up in China. I love, meta- <laughs> I love meta conversations though, but they kind of turn into tangents. I, I can, I can so summarize it. And I can summarize it. The thing Hold about again. meta conversations is that sometimes they're, we don't need to overthink. And they're a little bit meaningless. But on that <laughs> note, let's summarize. <laughs> I can summarize it. I think we start off with some of the skills and maybe character traits or skills that we don't possess. So it's sort of that, that we don't possess and that we're looking to attain. So it's sort of showing us what we kind of want and how we sort of move through things. As we progress through thinking about that more and more, we're thinking about, oh, maybe even though I want this and I don't have this, oh, maybe that's okay. Maybe I can eventually work towards it, you know? No, you're right. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that. Thank you for your time and have a good day.